You're listening to the Market Your Message podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping message-driven coaches become recognized thought leaders who make more impact and income by sharing their stories and skills. I'm your host, Niala Thorpe, and I'll be your guide to mastering marketing and monetizing your unique message. Each week, I share with you techniques and tools to turn your overcomplicated business into the right structure, strategy, and system that'll catapult your results and position you for prosperity. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, 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 everyone. It is your girl, Niala Thorpe, CEO of Market Your Message, and I am so excited to be back with another expert. You have no idea about this one because I've been connected to her for a minute, and the information that she is going to be bringing today is what I believe that not only coaches, consultants, and service professionals need, but anybody that's looking to grow a business. So introducing Leah, she is a photographer. Um, She works with product-based businesses, and she specializes in marketing your story. Um, And that's, you know, guys, that I'm all about story, right? So being able to share your story and share your message in visual form is so important, so important, just as important as the words that we use. You know how they say a picture is worth, what is it? A thousand thousand words, a thousand (laughs) words. Exactly. So I'm going to just take a moment and let Leah introduce herself. I want to know a little bit, Leah, of about you. And then also, how did you get into this? Of course. So I love that question because as um, Nala said, I'm Leah Viscardi. I am a, I call myself a photo marketing strategist. So it kind of condenses all those big words together. And um, I am a former teacher. So I used to teach uh, high school and middle school science. And um, before the pandemic hit, I was really burnt out. And everybody knows about that. But what happened is I was doing photography on the side and I loved it so much that I wanted it to be my full-time business. But I said, how do I stand out? So just like Nama talks about marketing your message and telling a story, you have to stand out. You can't just be a photographer because you want to make sure you are telling your audience who you are, what you do and why you are different so that you can get hired for that next position. And what I decided to do was, this was before the pandemic hit, was I wanted to teach people who sell their crafts and arts how to market themselves in a oversaturated market. So for example, mm-hmm. a lot of my clients are candle makers, soap makers, bath bomb makers, and there's so many of those people. So what do we need to do? We need to tell our story through our photos because everyone is constantly scrolling. You always see those phones and hands and you really need to stand out. You need to stop the scroll. And how you do that is by telling your story through an image. So just like we just said, a picture is worth a thousand words. You have to make sure those are the proper words that people are coming from that photo. So I wanted to be that full circle marketing person. So I'm a product photographer. I help with branding shoots and I help with the behind the scenes of making sure you're marketing those photos properly. So Mm. it's very intriguing to understand when people say, what's a photo marketer? I love just explaining what that is and being being able to help anyone. I mainly support product-based business owners when it comes to my own clients, but I love 
collaborations with coaches and anyone in the field of service providers, because my clients may need your service as well. Yeah, I love that. And you know, that's the reason why I really wanted to have you um, and be able to talk to you. Because the truth is, I think that coaches and service professionals don't take their visual branding as serious as product-based businesses, right? Even though it matters, you know, it matters how you show up because it determines who you attract. Um, I also think that us as coaches and service professionals, we are providing services, but we also provide products like digital courses, um, planners, things that support our methodologies. And we want to be able to present that in a good light. So I love that you said it's not only about, yes, you work with product-based businesses, but it's photo marketing and everybody's using photos to market. <laughs> so very important. Okay. So I want to start from the very beginning. Let's start with brand photo shoots before we move into the product photography, okay? So if I was getting ready to, you know, level up my brand and do a new photo shoot, where would I start? So the first thing you have to start with is your style. So when I say style, I'm not talking about the outfit you're wearing, the shoes you're wearing, the makeup you're wearing. I'm talking about... How do you want to be portrayed in that photo? So do you want to be fierce? Do you want to be laid back? Do you want to show that you're a million dollar mama? Do you want to show that you're just an everyday homemaker? What do you want to portray? And that in itself, everyone's like, oh, that's an easy question. I said, it's no. not. Because if you break down the different components, it breaks down what you have in your photos. So for example, if you want to level up, a lot of people do the balloon reveals where they like say they have 100,000 followers on Instagram. They'll have the balloons that spell out 100K and they'll be in that fierce pantsuit or dress with those high heels and they'll be just smashing ceilings and making sure that people know that they're fierce. They're ready to show the world what they have to offer. And here are the people that already see what they're going to offer. So what you put in your photos really denote your style. So when I'm meeting with someone for a brand shoot, mm -hmm. and whether it's um, a product-based business owner or service-based, the first thing I ask them is, who are you? And they, they always go, well, you know who I am. We're, we're meeting for a reason. I go, no, who are you? Because that's what I want to showcase in the actual photos, because your audience will know if you're putting on a fake persona or you're being yourself. So, for example, Ooh, that is a good one there, Leah. We got to back it on up. That is a good one there. And I got a quick story for you guys and for you, Leah. So. Y'all know I am a high ticket coach. So most, you know, my lowest product is what most people would consider is high ticket, right? And, um, you know, being that we wanted to raise our price, you know, we had to make sure that we raised up our visuals as well. And something that you just mentioned, like if you're looking to attract high ticket people, then, you know, you might go in a certain um, atmosphere. You may wear a certain type of jewelry. You might hold something that will show luxury or give the feeling of luxury. And so when I was with my photographer, she asked me the same thing that you did. And I said, I'm from Brooklyn. I I'm a city girl at heart. On a natural day, I am not going to go to the most luxury place <laughs> 
you know, even if I could afford it, right? And I said, so I don't want to put on because it's not going to be real. Um, okay, now that doesn't mean that we still can look luxury, <laughs> but I felt that just now. I don't want to put on because then it's not going to be real. And as much as you want to be able to level up, you still need to remain authentic so people can attract, to, you, you know, to the real you, right? So, okay, what do you think about that? So I think that's important for people to know that you are who you are, but you also want to show in that picture the present versus the future. So that's why when mm. people are doing branding shoots, they they start at one location and well, a good photographer will start you at one location and do multiple shots at that one location. And then they'll switch up what you're holding or they'll switch up where you're located. They'll switch up your outfit because you're going to be using these photos in your marketing because especially as a coach you are the product basically because you're selling yourself as a service yeah. so you need to stand your ground and i think it's important that people see like okay yes you're from brooklyn and yes you're not going to spend mega boatloads on these luxury places but your clients may want to so you mm -hmm. need to showcase how to get to things and sometimes that's why coaches don't always just use pictures of themselves they also show pictures of those things that the clients would want so they would want a stay at a all-inclusive resort or they want to they want to be looking out of a skyscraper building as their loft, drinking a cup of coffee at their own time and own pace. So that's why a lot of coaches use stock images. Well, I think it's yeah. important if you are local and say you wanna just work with local clients, take photographs or have a photographer take photographs of stuff around your location. Or even if you work with anyone that's a high ticket client, you wanna show that luxury. So. For example, say you have 10 pending leads and one of them lives in LA, one of them lives in Wisconsin, and one lives in Miami. Showcase those three places across your social media so they think that, okay, well, they're doing research on me. They know where I am. They know what, what I look forward to and what mm -hmm. I'm being a part of, but they're not being fake because they're showcasing where those places are and getting to know that client more and actually care because you have to put humans first, then talk about the sale. Because if you don't want to work with that person because you don't know, you don't like how they act, don't work with that person because it's yeah. not worth it. And that's how people feel about coaches. I mean, the same thing with the photographer, they're not going to hire someone that is out of their price range, but they're also not going to hire someone that doesn't have a good personality or is not creative because we're hired for those ideas. Like when you hire someone to do something else, they're supposed to be the expert. And yeah. if they're not showing that they're going to be flexible, they may not be worth your time. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, you know, and something else that you said there, um, which I'm going to point out, um, and you said with the photo shoot, when you're with a photographer, they might start you up here, but then you're also showing the journey of, you know, what it's like to work with you, what your clients aspire, maybe the life that they aspire, the trips that they aspire. And when you said that, I kind of thought of the whole story, how you said, you know, being able to share your story 
in, you know, in your visuals, in your photos. And one of the stories that we teach in my business is called future pacing. And we would share stories, right? They kind of let a person imagine what it would be like after they, they go through this journey with us, right? And that reminded me of a future pacing story, but in your photos. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. So let's talk about messaging, all right? Let's talk about messaging. And you kind of touched on it a little bit when you talked about, you know, the importance of sharing that. But when we talk about sharing a story, can you give us an example of how one would share a story in their photos? Sure, yeah. Um. So I always, Instagram is my go-to platform as a photographer. So all of my examples are around that, but this can be applied to really anything where you could post um, information and a photo together. But Instagram is usually my go-to because when you're on Instagram, the first thing you see is the photo. Like the photo has to be drop dead because people <laughs> will not read the caption unless they stop with the photo. So I think it's important that your photo and your caption have to be partially parallel aligned. And I know that sounds really weird, but what that means is the photo has to be related to the caption, but also has to showcase that present and future aspect. So what you do is you angle your photo. So for example, if I wanted to do a brand shoot, um, I would have a coffee mug in my hand, but then also have me pretending to type on the computer. And those two photos can both be posted together. So why people stop at those photos are two reasons. One, if the person scrolling is a coffee lover. They're going to stop to see what's on my coffee mug. And people don't believe this, but it's true. And then if I'm typing on a computer, they're going to want to read what's at the bottom because they're going to want to know what I do for a living that I have to type on a computer as my brand photos. So when you're telling your story, you also want to, <laughs> my mom used to say, I always tell stories. One time at band camp, like you start out and you tell all these details. You don't want to tell all the details you want to leave some of it a mystery because that's how people book calls with you because mm. they want to learn more so usually how all i guess all instagram captions are is it's hook value um call to action that hook is something that pertains to your audience specifically for like me a lot of my hooks are talking about what if this happens or three tips to increase mm -hmm. sales using photos or something like that. And then your, your story really should be referencing back to those photos. And I think people forget about that because like say a coach posted a picture of themselves and they don't talk about that photo at all because they're like, oh, well, I'm talking about myself. So why do I need to talk about the photo? Mm -hmm. Well, if you explain why you posted that photo by telling a story, people will connect more with you. So like, even the coffee mug thing, I always bring up coffee somehow, some way. Like on Instagram for, I think it was a whole year, I posted the coffee mug I had in my hand every single day on Instagram and people would comment on it. 
do I sell coffee? No, but do I love coffee? Yes, I'm obsessed. So it's something that people get to know about you. So I think that story has to have value. So I can't tell a story about myself and then people not find a lesson out of it. So when you're telling a story, you have to do three things. You have to hook your audience. You have to connect that story back to that photo and you have to add value to that story for that audience member to actually feel like they're reading something worth reading. Mm, Okay. I hope you guys are listening. I told you that this was going to be good. (laughs) All right. So I have, I think about two more questions. The next one I want to talk about is posing because you mentioned, you know, if I'm holding a cup, if I'm posing. And I know that there's been a lot of conversation online lately of all the brand photos looking the same and us really wanting as business owners, really wanting to find a way to stand out in our visuals and not use the same poses all the time. So what are some some suggestions you can give us or even some mindset shifts that you can give us around that? So if we go back to that question of the photographer asking, what style do you want? So within one brand shoot, I think you should have three styles. And the reason I say that is because there's technically three sides to every person. There's your personal life where you're not talking about business. You're hanging out with your family. You're petting your dog who my dog is snoring right next to me. (laughs) Um, anything personal you have your business side and then you have that self-doubt side that you really have to mind shift just to be confident in yourself and everybody goes through this no matter where you are in life so what you want to do is you want to avoid number three everyone wants to avoid number three so in your brand shoot you really should be focusing on one and two so Some people like to split up business and personal life. So some people don't want to ever talk about their personal life and through their business, and that's their option. But if you do talk about business, like for me, when I talk about personal life, I talk about my dog all the time. So one of the things I would love to do one day is have my dog in my brand shoot because one, it will connect to dog lovers. And two, it will put that human aspect that I'm an actual person. So when we talk about posing, you have three different types of poses. You have those those very fierce, um, almost like a resting bee face, um, a powerful stance. So you have those. Those are your typical brand shoot photo poses that (laughs) everyone does. So the way you do this is when you're in your brand shoot, you really want to focus on adding your personality to those fierce business poses. So for example, the hand on the hip, every woman does a hand on the hip. Well, what I think you should do is either change the atmosphere you do the hand on the hip, or you actually do some silly face while you have the hand on the hip. Because what Mm. it's doing is it's showing you're powerful. So it's pushing your boobs forward, which is a power stance, but also showing that you're silly goofy. But I'm not saying like, do like this, (laughs) where you're making a weird face but like strike a smile instead of a mean face because that still shows you're a powerful woman because you have your standing but also shows that you're genuine so you have to remember your facial expressions and your posing is really important to showcase that story another thing is adding a goofy section to your branding um so i am 
everyone calls me weird and I take that as a very positive compliment and part of that is my creative side so during my brand shoot I did a lot of things upside down I did things sitting on the ground so sometimes it's just showing your personal side but it doesn't have to be the whole thing so coaches are a little bit different because if a coach is standing upside down that actually portrays something terrible um so what you really want to do is work on your facial expressions so your facial expressions don't always have to match the rest of your body to really showcase who you are as a person and i think um people have to really start getting out of that um trend of wearing pantsuits because the (laughs) pantsuit thing I think is being overdone so I think adding color to what you're wearing so if you want to still have a resting b face and have your hand on your hip just add some color to your outfit instead of just that black or that gray or that navy and that can stand out from the crowd because especially like pink is really um big right now so doing something besides pink may be helpful um pastel colors are really going to be start trending soon especially um since we're in summer and then fall time it's usually like the oranges that really stand out against the brown so i think one of the two of the best ways is changing your facial expressions and changing what you wear because you want to connect with your audience if your audience is very like black and white where you really want they really just want to get straight to the point, then you're going to want to wear less colors. But if you want someone that's more vibrant, more down to earth, you're going to have to add some color to your brand shoe. And I know that's really hard to explain to people, but I think each person is independent. So you have to really figure out their style because if you're going to be showing, showcasing luxury, you're probably not going to want to be wearing a rainbow pantsuit in the luxury. You're, You're going to want something way more business casual so you're i think just changing up where you do your photo shoot what you wear and your facial expressions can really make you stand out in this day and age that's good so how often do you recommend that business owners refresh their photos so i usually say life events kind of help with that um so kind of you change over the years so some people tell me they haven't done a brand shoot in 10 years and i'm like my no. eyes like are like what like you don't have to do it every year um but you kind of want to have enough brand photos that showcase actually who you are um for all the different seasons so i really recommend once a year is really good it also is a confidence booster when you're having a photo shoot yeah, so if definitely. you're ever if you're ever feeling down that's probably a good time to be like okay i got to schedule a brand shoot Um, But also life changes, like, for example, if you're getting married or you're having a baby or um, you lose some weight or something life changing, you're always going to want to redo that because you want to show who you are. You don't want 10 year old pictures. You don't want five year old pictures. Um, Even if you get it every two years, that's good um, because you want to showcase who you are and people change in their face a lot or you change your personality. Like for me, my brand has changed like five times in the last two years. So I have to keep doing brand shoots to kind of fit my new message. So it also depends on how often you're changing your message. So if you're not um, stable yet, so say you're in the first three years of your business, you may be doing brand shoots more often than someone who's been established for 10 to 25 years. 
Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. So is there, or are there any last minute things that you really feel our people should know? So the one thing I love telling everyone on podcasts or anytime I talk to someone is collaboration over competition. And (laughs) I have to kind of, and this kind of goes into my life stream of things. So when the pandemic shut everything down, I'm a very social butterfly. I can talk for days. I can talk for hours. I can talk with anyone anywhere. So that made me more aware of being online and talking to people over Zoom or over Google Meet or whatever. But I think really connecting with business owners outside of my typical circle really helped open my eyes to new needs and new concerns and help me with market research. So these collaborations not only will help you get more sales in the long run, but referrals. And I think referrals is something people overlook. Mm -hmm. Um, like for me, I get a lot of referrals from web designers because what happens is someone's like, Oh, Hey, I need a new website. And then they're like, Oh, well, do you have any pictures? Uh, no. Do you know someone who can take pictures for me? Or people, um, recommend coaches all the time. Like, Hey, I had this coach. She was great. Um, do you know another coach that has a similar style to this? So referrals are huge. And three, I think people are, overusing how social media is supposed to work. You're not supposed to just post a ghost. I think people really forget about that human connection. Um, So really, if you're struggling or you're in that mindset that it's not working, um, don't give up because everyone, every business owner goes through that little lull where they're like, oh, I don't think I'm cut out to be a business owner. That's where you really go to your support system. Those people that you've been networking for months or days or weeks Mm -hmm. and say, hey, I'm really struggling with this. Can you give me some insights? And that's where that referral network and that support network really comes in to help you. Because I'll tell you this, I've been in business for over a year in this new business, five years total, because my first one was just not working for me. And the more su- I've gotten more support from strangers that I've met online than I have from family because family just doesn't know what I'm going I through. Understand. Yeah. So business owners know business owners. So yeah. that support network is very important. Yep. Thanks for saying that because I'm always pushing that message. It's really important. There's power in numbers. Entrepreneurship is actually really lonely. Um, And a lot of times you'll find your answers in your network. You'll find your answers in your community, you know? So I think that's so important. All right. So I know that you have a gift that I would love to be able to share um, with my audience. So tell me about the video program. So, yes. So I actually have not officially launched it yet, but um, it's been in the works for a couple months. So everyone knows that photographers and videographers kind of are creative mindsets together. So I'm launching a um, mini bundle program. So what that involves is either one coaching one on one with entrepreneurs and how to capture video and angles themselves um, because everyone has a phone these days so they could do it. Or um, I have a do it for you program where you can work with me one-on-one, send me your products and I can 
photograph them and record videos because mm. sometimes recording those videos for TikToks and Reels is really difficult to do. So <laughs> I'll do stock videos for you. So making sure that you have that component, that short form video and those photos. So okay. um, if you want to discuss that, you can certainly book a call with me. Um, my business name is Chrome Photo Code and you can uh, reach me any, on any social media platform awesome. and we can book a call and discuss it. Oh, thank you so much, Leah. And guys, I'll make sure that I have all of Leah's information in the description, no matter where you're watching or listening from, okay? Um, so Leah, again, thank you so much for this information. It has definitely been valuable for me. And I want you to tell me below if it was valuable for you, all right? Thank you so much for joining us and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for listening all the way to the end of the show. Your support means the world to me. Did you know that we have an awesome squad on Facebook called the Female Coaches Society? Yes. And we're all about community, collaboration, and connections. Visit us on Facebook at joinniala.com. And if you're loving the podcast, show us some love by rating and leaving us a quick five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps more people like you find the show. Until next time, remember, you are the missing ingredient. Now get back out there and start shaking things up. You got this.